0: Okay, so I'm here with Stephen Tish from uh, Tauranga Boys College. Uh, So, maybe as a first step, uh, Stephen, if you just give us a quick introduction and your role here in the school and and how you came to, or your
1: teaching journey. Well, hello, Andrew. Yes, uh, I've taught in four secondary schools in New Zealand uh, Rotorua Boys, Whakatane High School, Takapuna Grammar, and here at uh, Tauranga Boys College. I've been at Boys College for 13 years now. uh, maths is my curriculum area, and at the moment I have a um, acting deputy principal role around junior curriculum and uh, a- assessing. Um, so that's that's my fit for for this interview.
0: Yeah. Okay, so to start off, can you describe um, sort of the assessment practices that are used here at the college?
1: Well, at, uh, in Year 9 coming in, we, we have uh, all our incoming uh, boys uh, tested from our own entrance tests, so those are tests we've written for in English and Maths. Um, uh, that's uh, based on curriculum levels, so we're trying to uh, use a test which the boys w- won't have seen before to help us decide uh, on, on their class placement. Uh, Then, uh, early in their journey, in in term one, they will have uh, a PAT assessment in uh, reading comprehension uh, in in English and uh, a maths PAT assessment as well, which should confirm the class placement that we've made. Uh, Then, uh, learning areas uh, then can do their own testing in terms of their own diagnostic testing and their own... Um, summative uh, assessment, but in recent times the the college has uh, made a move to to have uh, reporting on curriculum levels so that there is some consistency uh, in in the school. So it's up to the different learning areas to gather the evidence to make a judgement on uh, where on that um, progression the boys uh, are operating in those uh, curriculum levels. Uh, So that's at Year 9 and 10, and then of course um, NCA kicks in, so curriculum Level 6, 7 and 8, NCA Level 1, 2 and 3, very prescriptive and and each of those standards are quite clear in what's expected uh, from the students, and so that uh, very much drives assessment in the senior school.
0: What about um, consistency across the school? You mentioned that you the college has recently moved to curriculum levels. Mm-hmm. What's your sense of um, assessment practices being consistent and arriving at that curriculum level judgment?
1: I think within learning areas, the uh, consistency will be good. It is across curriculum areas that that we we have more work to do to ensure that uh, that that what let's say um, maths is calling curriculum level four. Uh, is in line with what science, according to Curriculum Level Four, or what um, uh, social studies is. So, the the challenge for the different learning areas is to is to look back into the, the curriculum document, the back of the doc- document this time, the uh, achievement objectives, and ensure that uh, the the assessments they are using are in line with those achievement objectives. So. Uh, I would hope that um, this move is facilitating uh, professional discussions and departments around uh, the the assessments they are using. So um, some curriculum areas lack national guidelines in this area, national exemplars or or a national body to give them um, good examples. Uh, So... Uh, we we see that as an empowering thing that the the curriculum leaders in this school can work back from NCA level one, so can work back from cr- curriculum level six and uh, design assessments at curriculum level five and curriculum level four. So um, uh, yeah, across the school, quite quite a tricky. Uh, thing to get across school consistency in a secondary school, certainly in the structure that we we have here, because they're um, just the the range of of different departments, so still on a journey in that regard, I think. Okay, and you
0: mentioned the back of the document, what about the front of the document and assessment of the the key
1: competencies at the school? Um, Well... Recently, as in this, the start of this year in Term, term 1, we had a, uh, a re-look at, uh, for our interim reports on some of the, the descriptors we were using uh, to, to report back to parents. And I think that was, that was the start of uh, a fresh look at, at uh, the front of, of the document. So things like um, uh, working together or respect for learning um, though, uh, just making it clearer uh, what we are looking for in our boys, so um, the, the the qualities or characteristics um, that, that we're wanting to develop and promote. So that's from a reporting um, uh, point of view, um, and uh, ho- hopefully that helps or enables staff to... to focus on those uh, characteristics and develop them further yeah. OK well, um, a nice
0: uh, segue into uh, about how assessment feeds into reporting, so we will include some examples mm-hmm. um, but maybe you can just give a quick description of the, the, a subject's assessment feeding mm. into what is reported on both in junior and senior
1: mm. So uh, it's assessment at the end of the day I think it is it, it, it is essential you know, that we have some kind of measure because we uh, in education can talk very theoretically and idealistically, uh, but at some point, I think we need to put a stake in the ground and say where a boy or girl is at, uh, why, for, for their own. For their own knowledge and uh, also for the parents. The parents are going to want to know how is my son or daughter doing. So I think um, it is, it is uh, necessary in some people's eyes, a, a necessary evil, uh, but uh, I think it serves a purpose. It gives a, this is where you're at and it gives the potential to identify uh, next steps. This is where you, you need to go to. So um, uh, because it's such a big driver, I think um, there needs to be clear links between uh, assessment and reporting, and things like the course outlines, so that so that students and parents know that what the framework is. So that there's not a disconnect. That, that to, to to minimise surprises. Um, so so that there's some honesty in, in our eyes. Uh, we think your son or daughter is is about here, you know um, so um, uh, clear links between assessment and reporting is going to be beneficial to, to all stakeholders I think. Okay,
0: so reporting is obviously a summative assessment mm-hmm. um, can you maybe talk about that and give some examples of that in practice within a subject maybe your own and maybe mm-hmm. also uh, formative assessment or assessment mm-hmm. for learning?
1: So so in maths, uh, for example, that's my curriculum area, um, we'll have uh, a list of learning intentions that uh, uh, the boys are aiming to, to achieve in that period of time, and we'll do a, a diagnostic test, a formative test, to and the boys can use that like a checklist of this is what I already know and this is what I need to know. And then that empowers the uh, uh, staff to to be able to tailor the the learning depending on uh, the findings from that um, uh, diagnostic test. We don't have a a structure whereby everyone has to do, all the year nine students have to do the same thing at the same time, that's not the model we we operate. It's it's more about empowering the, the staff to work with their classes Find out where they're at, and find out where's the, the next best step. So um, uh, that, that's a uh, a healthy model because it, it, it really um, it puts the responsibility on the on the staff to to know where their learners are at and what they what their next steps are, what they need to to know. So rather than just blindly following a, a program that someone else has drawn up for them. So, uh, so so mass every topic you do, there'll be an, a new list of learning intentions and um, uh, a diagnostic assessment. And then at the end of each term, there'll be a summative assessment. But throughout the year, it's, uh, we uh, do cumulative tests. So everything the boys have learnt in Term 1, they'll be assessed on at the end of um, term two and term three as well. The test just grows um, uh, the more uh, topics they cover. Can we maybe just talk
0: about, because there has been a bit of a change in our assessment practices with with maths. We've gone Mm -hmm. from one test for all year nine to now, there are separate, can you just explain that, and the the reasons for that
1: change? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So we realised that we we, we used to have a, a a model where everyone did the same tests, um, but we, we felt that didn't best serve uh, the, the boys because there were students who, who struggled with some of the higher curriculum level questions and there was just no need for them to be uh, exposed to those questions. So uh, we decided uh, to have separate curriculum level tests and, and that um, fits well with the staff being empowered to... To, to gauge in their class that right, the student student A, B, and C you can do uh, the curriculum level four test, and students um, D, E, and F you can do the curriculum level five test, and a shorter test, a smaller, uh, a, a smaller test uh, that's uh, about gathering evidence to make a a, a judgement as to where on the um, progression the. the the boys are operating, so it might uh, require a follow-up test the next day or two, two later. But certainly, um, we realise there's actually um, not a need to be forcing everyone through the same test. That um, uh, just, uh, as you as you teach and get to know your students, you, you will get a growing sense of the curriculum level they're operating at, and and the the test is more a confirmation of of, of that. Yeah.
0: So you're obviously looking at constantly refining assessment practices. Yeah. That involves mm. a, a change with with the teachers. Mm. Can you maybe just give a um, a sense of how that change came about? Was it driven by staff? Was it from mm. the the heads of department? Was mm. that change easily implemented? Was it Was there some resistance? Mm. how did that change?
1: Go? Uh, well. It was, it, it was really the staff who tend. We're a streamed school, so the staff who, who teach the 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 classes, the lower streamed classes, for want of a better word, um, uh, felt it was unfair that their students were continually getting low test scores when they that, that they didn't need to do the, the full test. So it was really a response to. To that, and and considering what that would be like for those those boys that they're continually being uh, given a test where about two thirds of it they can't do, so that's not not helpful and not necessary. So um, we had a team of four of us who wrote um, uh, tests at different curriculum, curriculum levels, and it would be fair to say that for some staff uh, there was some resistance because. They just wanted to uh, continue with the previous model of uh, someone else write the test and uh, give me the schedule and I'll mark it and that's that's all I need to do. But but this new model requires them to be uh, more aware of where their students are at and respond to, um, uh, but by by giving the appropriate um, curriculum level test. Uh, so it required a little bit more administration from from staff, and so we've taken that on board. And this next round coming up later this term, uh, we'll um, uh, look to refine the, the 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 physical side, so like the running off of the tests and um, uh, just just so those little hurdles are taken away. But in terms of the intent, it's very much about. Uh, Uh, quality rather than quantity so uh, a a short sharp test to confirm what you probably already know Um, uh, a next step may uh, involve and this would be great to get there, the the students actually choosing which curriculum level test they think they should do and um, and as we look to develop um, self managers and students taking care taking responsibility for their learning, I think that would be uh, a a good um, direction to head in.
0: Now now perhaps taking a broader look across the whole school, uh, what do you see as some sort of next steps in in refining assessment or or practices that you'd like to investigate further across the whole school?
1: uh, in, in year nine and ten in the junior it, or either,
0: it, either junior or senior <clears throat> what, what what do you think are the next steps in terms of assessment for the college mm.
1: um, I think having exemplars of expected um, uh, output at the different curriculum levels would be helpful so so like uh, uh, if in each of the learning areas we could have a uh, a student who operates at curriculum level four in my learning area will be able to do these things. So, uh, at curriculum level five, he or she will be able to do these things. So, if we had, um, it's like an extension of what the achievement objectives are in the back of the the curriculum, but actually having it in a way that students understand it, so they can look and go, oh, if I can do those sorts of problems or those sorts of skills, then I'm operating at that that level because if we develop a uh, those uh, exemplars uh, then then you're enabling students to be able to um, uh, self review their own their own work and 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 have a better idea of uh, uh, where they're at on on in in the um the eight levels of progression so uh, that's something i would I'd like to see um, uh, Technology um, uh, enables is an enabler, but also uh, it presents challenges around um, uh, as assessment in terms of um, uh, authenticity. Uh, so that, that's something we will have to um, discuss on on you know, across the school as well. How how we will we will manage and ensure authenticity so that we know. Uh, evidence is coming from that particular student Um, so having consistency uh, around that will be be something we'll need to establish Um, and uh, yeah, NCA um, sort of because it's quite clear in in what each of those standards has written down almost takes care of itself in a way but you do need um, Consistency around um, resubmissions and things like that.
0: Uh, Brilliant, right? The the phone's ringing, so that must must be a sign that you need to get back to your normal day job. Anything else you want to add that you you think a story you do want to tell about assessment at
1: the college before we sign off? Um, Well, at Boys' College, we've got such a range of boys. We we have. uh, your top academics who are doing university papers and getting scholarships uh, through to boys who genuinely struggle, who have come from um, uh, primary and intermediate and, and in terms of national standards are below or well below. So we, we, we have the, the full range and we, um, I think for, for that reason uh, we, we need a, a, a broad um uh, assessment practice uh, so that uh, so so that ideally we can identify if we're making a difference so when a boy arrives whatever year he arrives if, if we have a practice such that we can put down a marker he's operating at about this level and then at the end of his journey with us he's got to an, another point then we're actually able to um, uh, say well yeah we've, he, he has learnt something while he's been here um, uh, and that to be able to do that um, you, you, you need you, you can't have a model that just focuses on the top and you can't have a model that focuses just on the bottom um, so with 1900 boys with a huge range of abilities we need quite a broad um, uh, assessment structure and so uh, I think um uh, demystifying it for parents is helpful. so uh, that's why we, we avoid using some of the education language that that's out there like basic proficient advanced or stainines or um, national standards language or you know, one could even argue curriculum level language but um, uh, we also look ahead and know that NCA uh, sits there in the senior school and that is something that, that parents and um employers and tertiary education uh, tertiary institutions are very interested in so we want to get that right so we think it's helpful in year nine and ten to indicate to the boys uh, where they are at on uh, that uh, curriculum level uh, progression just as an as a as an indicator of how we think they're going to go in the senior years so yeah it's um, uh, interesting times and uh, We're not there yet, but we're still on the journey. (laughs) Brilliant.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time here this morning. We're looking forward to the next interview in this series.